ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Excellence Cartel. Today, episode 179, my turn to talk, how to burn your bridges properly. So I think, I believe we can all say over the last few months that it's safe to say that none of us are friends anymore, right? I think it's safe to say. Um, so as you guys know, the Exos Cartel came on the scene in August of 2019. Uh, I, it was my idea. Um, I was like, hey, I really want to do a podcast. I talked to Jason about it. I talked to Jeff about it. I think it'd be cool because I understood the di- I understood the difference that the three of us had. I understood the dynamic that the three of us had. Like, here's the thing, guys. Like, I will, you guys are going to turn in, want to tune in and hear me just talk a lot of shit about him as a business owner, as a um, coach. I'm not here to do that. I actually mentored or anything. I think Jeff Sue's phenomenal business coach, like really legit. Um, I think he's a great coach too. We need more good people out there doing work. My issue with him is the fact that he just wants to keep talking. Um, and it's just like, man, we're all going on doing like, what the fuck? Like, it's like this weird thing now. Um, but it's always kind of been like that. It's been a hard fucking four years, man. When we first got rolled in, like it was tough, you know? And here's the thing. I get it. I'm Jeff Black. Had I known that he was so pissed about me calling his last name, which I did not know for a little bit. Okay. So I think he would maybe agree. I don't know. He hates me so much and I hate him too. So at this point, um, but if I had known that it was going to cause so much controversy, controversy, I would have told you all to call me black. So I could have been identified different. I didn't think about it like that. You know, it was, I wasn't correlating a last name to be an insult, like he took it or anything like that. Then, like, kept called me racist. Like, it was never from the bottom of my heart. A bad. I never came in much. I didn't give a shit, man. Like, I can't tell you. And here's the deal. This happened early on. Um, if you guys go listen to Milo's episode at the very end, I'm like something like about because Jeff had made a shirt from his third place at Junior USA's where he was like the front double bicep. I even presented the shirt and everyone loved it in Denver. If you all remember at the Physique Education Collective in Denver. Um, I was wearing that sharp thing. Everyone had a good chuckle. Um, and it was a good time. But then I said, Yeah, like people are wearing out white jack, jacked white guy wearing a jacked Asian duo shirt. Things like well, he like lost. He thought I was like racist, so she kept sticking with that. So just everyone's so clear. I've got a mixed stepdaughter. I don't give a shit. <laughs> don't care. I don't see people that way. I never have. So anyway, um, that was always tension. I wanted to get him out the first year when Jason and I at the time had a 40, 40, 20 rule. So it was Jason and I, and he was the minority. Um, so I wanted to get out. I was fucking over it after that. And then dude, it was just tough. Like, I don't know. Like, I think you guys can see, like he always wants an enemy and somehow I became an enemy. Um, and that kind of is like, well, like even that's hard for me to understand, man. Like, like I told him so many times, Jay could stand up for me. This I was like, bro, I, I've got a kid. I've got I just, I've got shit. I got responsibilities. My kid has my bone disease at the time, you know, here lately in the last four years, my life has not been pretty since 2018. I hurt my hip. It turned out to later be a fracture in my back that I have had since my bone. So there's like a lot of like, okay, I can explain the chronic pain I was always in now. 
I can I assured him beyond reasonable doubts. I I thought as a human being, as a man, I'm saying like, look, my life's already hard enough. I promise you, I ain't trying to fuck with you. I ain't trying to stick in your lane. I ain't trying to do all that shit. Like, I don't have a class to sell, guys, ladies. I don't have a mentorship to sell. I don't do any of that shit, right? Like, coaches out there, tell me anyone who's ever reached out to me. Tell me one time that you've all ever really need to get me on the phone or message, and I've blown you off. Like, really needed me. Probably not going to be able to have someone come out and say that. I ain't. I'm I'm there, but at the end of the day, I want everybody to be there together, everybody to do better together. So it was it was all foreign concept to me because you know it was Voltaire who said what uh Lord protect me from uh, Lord protect me from my friends for I have enough strength to defend against my enemies, something like that. I'm probably books from that. Um, but it, it's like a really true thing. I just I, I always didn't like that, man. Like, you know, um I believe in male friendships, like I'm proud to say like there are some guys who would get on here and tell you the things i've done that i just don't i don't talk about because i've had talks to him i can't tell you how many times man's text me and been like hey jeff i know you talk openly about your attempt on suicide and you know I'm a real dark place i met those people for coffee i just don't talk about that i live a life man i'm like i'm, I'm full on trying to be just improve a lot of the areas that i feel i need to improve because of all I went through and that comes out in my book. And then you guys will now understand like a little bit. Okay. I dealt with bullies growing up. My grandfather um, did some fucked up shit to me. Um, and then I got bullied in high school. That's how I found bodybuilding. That's how I found this amazing area of people. Like I remember coming up on the boards, pro muscle, all them RX muscle, you know, some of my greatest friends I still talk to is I've competed with, shared that memory with the bodybuilding brotherhood. I've always loved, I've always loved brotherhood and I, I've really tried to cherish it. So it, it was hard. And, you know, I tried to get better and I'll be honest, guys, like I fucked up. I'm just so absent-minded. Like, I'm not going to sit here and make excuses. I'm not that kind of man. I, if I, I guess I hurt his feelings. I guess I kept ignoring it. There were things I did. I owned my half of the relationship falling apart. Okay. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm a nice guy. And I no, I was not like, I don't like the maze. No, no, I haven't liked him for a while. I always felt he was difficult to work with. I wanted to go on early on. And the fact that he took on Jason, which we'll get to later, was interesting to me because, man, Jay found like Jeff and Jay, like, I think Jeff was just Jason's first client, if you hear. And um, like Jason, like, took him from like the crib and like nurtured him along. And to watch how he slit his throat on social media with that whole shoveling horse shit uh in kentucky somewhere like what the dude i like judged you for a little bit no offense like what the fuck like why would you i've never won that number like there are men out there i don't like and there are men out there that don't like me it's okay women out there who don't like it's fine we're okay i just won't ever won't wish that like life's hard enough for all of us go out there you got your own drama every day to deal with you don't like why go start it with other people so it was always hard and jay i love that man but Guys, he's so good. He tried to he tried to keep us together for a long, 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 long time. Um, you know, there was shit to do with the PECs where he just had people show up and there, who's my chief of staff. And you know, if you've all been ever been a physique education collective, you all know she is one bad motherfucker. She handles her shit and she's a great mom, but she also, you know, takes care of that uh child of hers, Riker, who let me tell you something, guys. He had, I think, eight teeth cut out of his head a few weeks ago. 
And just the other day when I walk in, he's like, oh, hey, Mr. Jeff, how are you? I'm like, I'm doing good. What are you doing? He's like, he's like, I'm killing some guy on the internet in this game and making him cry in his mom's basement. I'm like, hell yeah, buddy. Like, he's got this great smile. Anyone who's ever seen that kid, I know members to my gym are going to hear, you all know that Riker is the true, true person who holds that gym together. Like, he is the bright point for all of us, right? Like, we all look to him. He's came to take care of himself. Poor guy came wash his own butt. Came wipe his own butt. Has to have constant 24-7 care. And he's so fragile. Like, only a few people can handle him. I can't even handle him. I, You know, and that's... I had the damn bone disease. Um, but there was a lot of fuckery there. And then, you know, he just talked to her like she was some piece of shit. And that message I put up in my story where, you know, he's like, you work for Jeff. It's Jeff's money. Like, implying, like... She's blow me, dude. She sweat equity into that company. You know it. I gave her got anyone out there who's not familiar. She worked so hard in 2017, November, the day after Thanksgiving. My business partner got diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. He had cancer in 11 spots in his body at 37 years old. I looked at Thera and I said, I don't know what to do. And she came on board, God love her, and worked her way alongside. And then and he eventually passed. And then in October, me and his widow came to an agreement for my acquisition of her shares. And I asked her if she wanted to do the ride with me. I said, I, I go, I need you to run the gym. And she goes, okay, I got it. And I said, she goes, what do you want me to do? I said, I don't know. I'm going to go figure out the trainer stuff. <laughs> and that's, she worked her way into the sweat equity. So when he talked to his massive disrespect, so he, that's why we no longer, ladies and gentlemen, have a physique education collective in Nashville, Tennessee. That's why there was Tampa, because there was that bullshit that went on around PEC and Nashville where we had Scott Stevenson game hitter, that ticket going on with some, st it's just little notches of disrespect. I'm better than you just do what I say better than you do. What I say, and she ain't the one and she's too busy with other shit. So like when, you know, other people have things to do and they sit on their phone all day and she had shit to do. And so um, I know she was really kind of like hurt over that because she really worked hard and worked Pretty much for free. She only got paid uh 10% when we did the physique education collective. I think at one point we gave her 15. Um, so you know, she made her money there, but she would handle the programming of the ads for us. She'd handle um probably spent constant hours dealing with therapy about Jeff Sue. She really helped me hold it together a lot in the back channel there. But I saw the good of the physique education collective, I still saw the damn good in that man too. Because the fact that he could go out there and really convince people to go make changes and with his education was just impressive to me. Just because I don't like the motherfucker for who he is doesn't mean I can't sit there and admire his brilliance or what he does. Like this whole thing he's done is really brilliant to me, but it just sucks. You know, that's gotten here how I feel. So um, that explains the physique education collective. That explains the therapies. That is seems to be a theme for what I've seen and heard from the people who share their stories that I've reposted and other stuff that he will just treat people a certain way and it's just deal with it. And okay, I get that that's like life to some degree. You got to deal with what you're throwing. But when it's repetitive action, it seems like it's always shitty. Like those clients you called out. I know a few, you know, and you said, oh, they were my friends. Well, dude, you don't I, look how you handle your friends. You put a picture of your, your mentor, the man who brought you in the industry, the man who gave you relevance, the man who even helped you get to your first ever bodybuilding stage, who helped you beat an eating disorder. You put that motherfucker's picture up on the internet and trashed him. That's the kind of friend you are. 
when things don't go good, you know how many people I've ended friendships with? It just, it just, we grew our own ways, which just wasn't going to work. And we were already there kind of like you and I dude. Jay was a good man for keeping us together. He did. He, ladies and gentlemen, the excellence cartel, the growth of it, everything was driven. You didn't know who the fuck I was and you didn't know who the fuck Jeff Sue was before the podcast. Let's just be honest. Let's have this honest conversation. Okay. You didn't know who the fuck any of us were. I had a gym to be able to pull the physique education collective off. Not many of y'all were familiar with Vince. Probably had like 6,000 followers, I think, at the time. Um, I think Austin was the most popular <laughs> out of all of us. Um, the OG Austin Stout. I think, yeah, shit. Um, but y'all were willing to grow with us. And that's how I looked at it. I looked at it as a greater good, and I played along. So, um, yeah, that's all that. Um, back to where I was going. So, of course, we had the... You know, I always saw as racist. It was always this thing. Like, it was always this slight. And that's like the thing I never understood, which was like, why is it this way? But I dealt with it. Um, but I was seeing the stuff he was doing his clients, you know, or, or some of his posts, like when he would compare people to farm animals or shame them for what they bought and spent money on, all this other weird shit. Like, it was just really weird. Like, it, it's very emotionally and mentally off to me, but. I mean, I'm really mentally off. I know that. I'm emotionally dead. I'm mentally off. Um, Y'all read my book, Brittle and Unbreakable, How to Redefine Suffering. That's coming out soon, right? Is that how I'm supposed to do this? Like trash someone and then market, market a product? Comes out soon. You can read about it. You can read about how shitty of a person I really am. Then you would realize this was a bad idea. Um, But you had your warning, and that's what we're going to get to a little bit later. So I was watching what he's doing that, you know, those people general post and i was like fuck this bad it was making jay feel uncomfortable jay stood up was like bro come on man change it don't do it out and all stuff and i think jeff would dare say i was all true i hope he would um i'll make sure that's helped to be understood as true but then like he went in on dasha and they went in all the other coaches and it was a lot to watch right and i slowly kind of distanced myself back and just whatever um, so we were watching all this unfold. It'd been rocky. It'd been staying together. Like it, like it was very interesting. Um, this I think speaks to relationships of people, right? We would always do really good when we got together. Like the three of us together were great. We're great energy, great time. I think you all would see that we're at the physique education collective. We were genuinely three good friends. Um, there towards the last one in Tampa, it was I think everyone could kind of notice there was a little bit of distance there, but that'll be explained in a minute. Um, but yeah, man, like when we were together, we'd always recommit. So this was educations did good. It kept that ex it kept the excellence cartel moving. It kept the growth of the podcast going. Like, it's so cool that some of y'all say like, we really helped you all either get into coaching or help other people and all that. Like, you know, I've had people because of this shit, go tell me to take the excellence cartel completely off. I've had people to go through and say, Hey, I, like someone offered if I gave them the password, which was a little weird because I'm just me, uh, that they would go and edit jeff out of every podcast episode we ever did and i'm like oh i don't want to do that and we're not going to do that there's no need to do it that is a good product of work i am proud of that body of work and those jason should be proud of it if he were to hear this um and jeff you should be proud of it too i do i'm not not proud of what the three of us did um not proud of that at all i remember meeting jace lopez and now seeing him open up a gym and just know i'm gonna jace you don't know this is surprise but Come see you soon. I'm going to come jump in and catch a lift. You won't know when, but I'll take you out to hopefully lunch and get a uh, celebrate your mom with you. I know how that was. And just see other people, man. I, I, there's so many names, so many spell who, 
you was with us uh, early on, presented with us, and you see her grow. Like, there's so many good stories, guys. I'll hold on to those. I'm not going to hold on to this bitter shit. That's why I'm doing this. I want to get it off my chest. Um. So then we fast forward all the way through. So you guys know it's rocky. It's still going, but there was really no like there was still like a a good a friendship there. I'd say you know we had our moments or little disagreements or little spats. Us friends, right? Like. This is what's interesting. All conversations get screenshot and posted. It's like when you're friends, you want somebody to stay careful. So like now I'm like, shit, you know, like, wow, who can you really have conversations with in this day and age anymore? Um, but in 2022, it was a good year up until that physique education collective. It would have been, I think, May in Nashville, Tennessee, early May. Um, and then the stuff with Thera had kind of like, oh, at this point, I was like, fuck this guy. Like, he came respect Thera. And Thera was like, I don't care. She's like, you can figure out how to present up the street. You're not using our gym to do it. Like, very adamant. And no offense, I'm going to let her win because she's running an amazing company and has over like 30 plus percent growth year after year or something stupid like that. I'm not going to tell her what she can and can't do with something she built. So, um, I guess I may said Sue too much on the podcast, something like that. And he made a post. He ta- he said my name and we had all talked before. There were multiple talks like, Hey dude, just talk to me. Cause they were like little chipping. It's always like this little chirp. I'm just going to chirp and chip at you, chirp and chip at you, chirp and chip at you, chirp and chip. And then you'll talk to me. And then I get my way and then chirp and chip, chirp and chip. And it was, I was in that cycle with the fucking dude. So he did this. This was August. A coach friend of mine screenshot that, sent that to him and said, dude, what's up? I thought you guys were friends and hashed this shit. Cause he knew um, that I was trying my damn just, just to keep the shit going. I just wanted, I wasn't engaging with him anymore. I was, I literally was just like, I just want to just do this podcast, show up every week. I'll get it done with you. We'll do this with education. You just go grow your business. I just want to do mine. Ladies and gentlemen, I've always asked to stay in my fucking lane. I've always asked to fucking just stay in my lane, be left alone. I decided this year, I really don't actually like running a coaching business. And that's no more going into 2024. He thinks it's one way. I know reality is it was going to happen anyway because of the path I was going to go down. I just, rather than give it off to someone like I was going to do, even though the plan had to change, bud, I just decided to go a completely different route and gave it to two young men who are ingenious enough to hopefully figure it out. Um, They've already actually started making ground. So it allows me to be solo and really do what I want to do, which is Jeff. Like I've never lied to anyone on this podcast. Part of my problem at 43 is I honestly thought I'd never make it to this age, ladies and gentlemen, because I thought I would have taken my life by my own hand. That's an honest thing. Like I really, if I didn't go through the therapy that I did, and I didn't do the psychedelics. I, my sons wouldn't know me like they see know me. And, um, yeah. So, um, with that being said, him and I had it out. Jay mediated. And after that, ladies and gentlemen, I went, I did a good, uh, I did a good therapy session. Um, and I decided, fuck it. I'm just going to let it all go. I'll just free in the moment and roll. And I was cool with Jeff after that. Like nothing Jeff was going to say, do bothered me. Um, there were those around me who would verify that this is true. I was just letting it go. I didn't care. I was just like, I'm going to ignore it. I, I unfollowed him in his stories. I muted him. Um, I wasn't commenting on his shit. I muted him on the post. He did the same thing where he just wasn't commenting. And it was like a 
quietly understood thing between him and I. And that hired him for mentorship, pay him a couple of G's. Like he's really good at that. So like, ladies and gentlemen, like good at that. I give him credit. So um, after that, he decided to start taking on the flush. Okay. So there is a fuck ton of books that sit behind me. If any of you all want to read the functional and integrated medicine world, you all will see that they talk about this word that begins with an I and it's called inflammation. And if you can lower it, you can do some amazing things. I think that's what the industry kind of talks about now, right? Like, am I, am I on to something here? Am I going down the right path in a dare Dan Carlin hardcore history moment here? Am I going down the right path? Are we going where we need to go? They all talk about using these different supplements, different means to get the job done. Vince just created one and all that. Like he's a disruptor. Like that's all he is. Like, trust me. I love Vince. Cool guy. I have my beef with him. He knows I've squared it face to face. I'll tell you, I've like squared all of it up. Um, but I see he's just a disruptor. He just wants to go blaze his own path. That's great for him. I support him. That's not what I want to do. So why would I want to take him out? Cheer him on. Let him go do what he wants to do. Um, but the Jason, who was still on the podcast with us, this is like the fall, winter of no 2022 at time frame, because August 2022 is when we had last fall out. And I was like, look, bro. And it ended. And Jason Scoob can confirm this 1%. And Jeff, you should confirm this. I told you that if you fucking said my name one more time fucking publicly, there would be a different response from me. Did I not? I did. I did. I keep my promises to myself. Another book plug time. Brittle Unbreakable, My Journey to Redefine Suffering. Whole fucking theme is about keeping promises to myself, even keeping my fucking leg broken for three months straight when I was fucking 11 years old. Shit, dude, you have no comprehension of the commitment I have on shit. Like, it was burned into me at a young age. Like, just shut up. Um, But yeah, it was trippy about the flush. Well, I was tied to Jason because Vince is Jason's business partner. When did we forget this? This has not been forgotten, okay? So... Jason was talking to me. I'm like, okay, I think it's after. I think he's after. I said, look, I think he's marketing ploy shit. Let him position himself. Let him do his thing. I, I just, there's more that this is the thing I don't understand. Okay. And maybe it's because I don't have a mentorship. Maybe it's because I have enough in-person client. Maybe because I have all these things that no one, no one else in this online space. Cause I haven't been online coaching since except 2019 late. I don't have all these things. Um, but <laughs> oof, it, it, it just you got to look at all this shit. Like it, it really does matter. And, um, you know, we go into Tampa. Vince is like, um, Jason's, you know, talking to me about all this stuff. Sorry. And I'm like, um, okay, well, I think it's, you know, the marketing shtick, da, 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 da. Let it go. There's more than enough to go around. And Jay was like, oh, no, man. I was like, just let go, let go. And Jay's like, fine, take your word for it. Because I honestly knew what it was then. This whole back to basic stuff. If you go listen to any episode of the Excellence Cartel, I, I've spoken many a times, like I've never had clients like that. Like the only reason I really understand it, the levels I do is because all the books I read, the conversations I have, and the fact that we have this fuck used to have this fucking podcast where we brought on cool guests and got some great answers. That's no more now. Shit's ruined, but you know, that's the only reason I knew as much, but I never encountered clients like that. Safe to say, if you go listen to those episodes, ladies and gentlemen, I was saying that all along. And guess what? Jeff Black never had a $1,000 a month fucking total ultimate care package, diamond, love me, I'll suck you, fuck you package. I never had one of those. 
did it at all. So we get to Tampa. And he had been chirping about Vince and nutrition dynamic. Think December, January of 2020 of last year to January. Ladies and gentlemen, just think for a second. All right, I need to take a sip. Sorry. Um, I tend to be more professional about that. So Vince and Jeff have a conversation in the hallway. And I am not presenting because there would not go because Jeff Sue is on the ticket. She's like, if you remove Jeff Sue from the ticket, I'll go run it for you. If not, you run it. I said, okay, I'll run it. And I had to come off the ticket. And thankfully, uh, Scott Stevenson jumped in in my stead to take my spot. So that's how that went down. <laughs> and um, me and another coach who was presenting that day were in the hallway talking because he had gotten done. And Vince and Jason are talking. And Vince specifically told Jeff, like, look, man, I'm not going to punch down to you. There's no reason to do that. Vince knows where Vince is. Vince is going somewhere different than Jeff Sue is completely going. Jeff, again, like I was like, I'm saying, so this is like a theme now. Okay. I didn't put him on the chess table. Okay. Just like Vince didn't put him on the chess table. Cause we're all doing different shit. Vince is looking at different people. Jeff should have been looking at different people, but Vince has this very gracious conversation where he's literally complimenting Jeff so much that I personally wanted to fucking throw up because he's never said that about me. So I was a little jealous as I sat there and listened. I was like, oh God, I'm like gushing. It's like hearing a child get loved so much in class. Like guys, y'all heard a lot about Vince. I think it's just because Jeff Sue didn't like it that another man pulled him out of the hallway and said, bro, like what the fuck? In the best way he ever could have and said, you know what, man? I support you. Go make change. There's more enough. To, like this is how he closed out. There's no coach out there who confirmed this. And then another coach actually walked down the hallway towards the end, so they might confirm it. Um, but he was very gracious, like, man, let's you know go out there and do good work. There's da da da. So when Jeff kept going on, like, and it ended there, it ended there. Like, if you go listen to the podcast, it is the PEC Tampa wrap up. You will hear him say, like, we all had great, we all got put on the same tracks. That I've actually was told by someone to go take up all the episodes over time of all the shit he said and go over all the corrections over time. And But I was like, you do realize how many episodes we had and you do realize how many times that's happened. Like, I would be buried in that for hours. And I like being high and writing a lot. So, no. Um, But it was quiet. He'll tell you. Like, in that podcast, go listen to it. Been like around late January, early February. Is PC Tampa might have been the episode? He talks about all this. So, we go forward. Um, but it's not the same. And I think you guys could hear that. Uh, you guys could hear the distance. Um, you guys could hear all that. Like there were times I was on the podcast. It's cause you know, over the years he had pissed me off. I just didn't want to be there. Um, stuff like that, but it just wasn't the same. And, um, I had found out in January, I actually had a broken back. My spine is actually broken. I have spondylothelosis and, uh, I have what is now declared. It's a grade two. So my spine is slipped off frontward almost between 25 and 50 percent it's right at like 26 the guy thought when they had the most recent mri but i was battling out that they told me i needed spine surgery i needed a hip surgery a total hip replacement and but if here's the deal i have a rod in my right leg so they're gonna have to pull the rod out let my leg heal for 12 weeks reinsert the rod let that heal for 12 weeks and then i was gonna have to have the hip replacement and go through that and recover that and then guess what i was gonna have to do it to my left leg <laughs> So I was like looking down a lot of shit and I just realized it wasn't the same. And I didn't want to fucking do it anymore. 
So when he got on, on social media in that video, he cried about all this like bullying and shit. Bro, and there was no bullying. I can assure you, I was bullied my life. No, what I've done to you now in the last two days on my social, that's just giving you a little bit of your treatment, letting you know, like, eh, you have your one narrative, but there's one over here and it's making you look as ugly as you're trying to make everybody else look. So you could drop it. Um, but I decided to fucking call it quits. I decided to call it quits. Um, I didn't want to do it anymore. They had known I was looking at doing another, I already do a podcast with Brandon DeCruz, Chasing Clarity, Health Fitness Podcast, and I was going to do something with my friend Robo. Robo loves reading like I do. Big history buff. We've been in talks about writing a history book um, together based upon like, um, or short stories or stuff based upon like these battles that history really hasn't covered, but were actually significant things leading up to like, say, the Battle of the Bulge. We're nerds like that. We like that shit. <clears throat> but um, they knew I was going to do that. Uh, so we called it quits in June. You can actually hear, ladies and gentlemen, that last episode that he wished us well. He did. I think it was the first couple minutes in. I'm talking. I turned over to him. He wished us well, blah, blah, blah. And we had all left that where if we wanted to return, it could have returned. Okay. It could have returned. I wanted to go do my own thing. I wanted to breathe for a little bit. I had master's nationals coming up. I was in a lot of pain, but I had to see this prep through because I thought it might be my last one with my bone disease. Turns out more than likely is um, unless I, you know, some things change. I'm in a lot of physical therapy right now to just learn how to walk right. Uh, I'm having to recorrect the gate. I never actually had, never had corrected at all. So it's a chore to do at 43. That's for sure. But um, I had a lot of shit on my plate. I was, you know, looking forward to the podcast Robo. So after master nationals, I was talking with Jay one day, we're just have a conversation, catch it up because I was in the editing in my book, scribe the company that sponsored my book. They went bankrupt. I lost the $18,000. I, I, Put in to get my book done. Um, and um, he goes, well, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm going to do this podcast uh, against the grain. I'm going to do it with Robo. I go, we might bring someone else and we don't know. We're just, you know, I'm still thinking. He goes, okay. He goes, well, I think I want to join. He goes, you know, Gorman's not always steady. John Gorman um, with the podcast, you know, because John's real busy and stuff like that. And by the way, like that attack on him was pretty low. You and your assistant coaches and all that shit. Over him posting a Thanksgiving thing, like granted, I mean, that ain't for me, and you ain't gonna see me say something like that. But if that's him and he knows his people, like that's the whole thing, right? Like about marketing, when you're a coach, you know who you appeal to. He knows those that appeal to someone. I have some clients who want shit to do on Thanksgiving. I give it to them. They want guidelines, they get it. That's what they pay me for. That's them. I'm paying them, they pay me to help them out. So I mean, I didn't think that that it's been post been around for years. It was your strategy of like. Then you made a post about like these coaches today and the eating woof. Like, okay, come on, man. Like find other shit to do. Um, but anyway, uh, so I was like, sure, man, just go tell Jeff Sue that we're going to do this podcast. He goes, okay. And so he told Jeff and Jeff apparently was really quiet and so forth. And I'll be honest, guys. I really also honestly thought Jeff would just go do his own thing. Um, then I found out he was going to do something with, he was on John Gorman's podcast, Fat Muscle. And I was like, okay, this is great. Like weird how it all turned out because Jason was with John in the beginning uh, when we first did Excellence Cartel with um, Elite Physique uh, University. And then now it's just Jason, Robo and I, but Jeff Sue's over here with John Gorman and another person or whatever in that podcast, I think. So it's kind of neat to see the evolution from where I looked. And I was like, okay, well, this is cool. Like the doors, you know, can stay open. And that's what I was really hoping for. I really... 
Because, like, the Exodus Cartel, like, it's a cool name. It's catchy. I wanted to monetize this podcast eventually. I was hoping it could come back. I was just going to sit dormant for a little bit. People still watch the YouTube. When it got to the point of monetization, hey, guys, there's a money path. It might be worth it. Where are we all at? Let's have a conversation. That's where my intentions were. But then the chirping started in late August. And it's always a buildup. Like, it's weeks. It's chirp, 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 Oh. And I was like, fucking A. What the fuck? So, um, y'all saw that go down. I don't have anything I could really put into words for what I saw other than... I thought it was just disgusting how he treated someone who really, and Jason, who all of you all know about him and I because of Jason. What did Jason do for him? Do to him? Stand up against him? Not, you know, take his side all the time against me? Blah, blah, blah. I mean, like, who has something that Jeff wants to compete at? Like, he always wants competition. And it's weird. Like, he goes and creates it. And it's like, huh? Who does that? Like you go get like a real entity. So if someone says they're not like competition, you think you ignore them. But you all saw that post he did with Jason. You all saw the stuff he saw about said about nutrition dynamic, the slaughtering the businesses. In any business, there's going to be people who don't like working with the coach that they hired. All sorts of reasons can go into that. The coach took on too many people. The coach had their personal life falling apart and just couldn't admit it. Uh, you could literally go down a host of reasons. Like I think we as humans could begin to go, okay, yeah, I could see where it could get out of hand and occasionally moments there's needed to be recorrections, right? But that's usually on a company to figure out and for customers to confirm to them, not people from the outside, just full on like assault mode attack. Like it was, it was just, yeah. Uh, that that post with, with Scoob was, it was just real disgusting, man. Like all the stuff you put, and then uh, I guess, yeah. Um, but yeah, you guys saw that attack. So then he was served with a cease and desist. Okay. He goes quiet again. But then it starts. He does these little passive aggressive things. And here's where we're at, right? People send you the screenshots. People are like, look, man, look, man, look, man, look who's commenting. Look, look, look. Like, you see it all. And you go, fuck. And it's hard. It gets hard after a little bit. It stresses people out. It causes people to just, it does a lot of things. And um, yeah, it just doesn't, it never needed to be done. It never needed to be said, man. And here's where I'm at, Jeff. <clears throat> here's where I'm at. I just would like for you to stop. I don't think there's any reason to keep going with any of us. You want to go to your war in 2024, you know, if you know, you know, thing and all that. No one fucking cares, least of all this motherfucker. I'm going to be doing my book. I'm doing my book. I'm not even like doing anything to do with what you're doing, your plot to take over the nutrition world and and everything else and so forth. I don't, I don't give a shit at <laughs> fucking all. I just want you to leave my name out of your mouth and my friend's name out of your mouth. Make your marketing campaign your own, not off the back of someone else's fucking brand and reputation. The fuck, man? You're better than that. You are like way smart. Like you're so creative. 
Great writer, compliment there from a fellow author to a fellow author buddy, wink, wink, but good writer. Like, why don't you just sit down and write your own dossier about like where to go? Maybe I use that word right. I hope I did. But, you know, just sit down and journal. Use that creative output. Use it for something else. Like, why do you keep attacking people who don't even want to compete with you? Everyone just wants to move on and be left alone. I would think by now all your assistant coaches and mentees would be tired of this. Like, it's always like a war. It's always like brave heart moment. You're lining up, lining them up and like, we fight for freedom. Like, you know, like shit, I assume is what's going on. The rally cry. But dude, I don't give a fuck. Roll me over. Don't give a shit. I just want you to stop. That's all I want. So I'm going to say this, Jeff. This episode releases. It's 2 p.m. Eastern time, 1 p.m. at the time of me saying this. So I would like to hear from you by Thursday at 5. I am not going to cuss you out. I am not going to anything. I know you're busy and nationals and you're a busy man. I'm a busy man, too. Um, however, I decided to take off the rest of the year to handle this. Um, but I would like to just chat with you for a moment so we could schedule time to just talk. I want to know what I need to do just to get you to move on and off of all of us. Maybe we can make this happen, right? Maybe we can get there. You're probably going to blow me off and so forth. And that's okay. I just want you to know, I would like to talk to you and give you this opportunity just square this out like a man, dude. Like, let's you're saying 2024. It is only still like it's December 6, 2023. We still got 25 more days to go. That's a long time. Okay. Like in war, that's really long, actually, 25 days, especially in a mobile decentralized flow of things, which you had written about generals and so forth and all your other stuff. So obviously, uh, like you said, that. The corporate world's much like this. I think you said military world, maybe. I don't know. I'd have to recall. But, you know, yeah, when it's decentralized, it's very easy to be agile and and come and go. Uh, I just, uh, I think I can speak for the audience. They're probably exhausted. They're probably sad that they watched three friends, uh, especially now you and I just really fuck. I'll say I hate you. I know you hate me. So I'm sure you. Yeah, I'll go ahead and say, yeah, cool. Yeah, we're there. You know that. Um, but I think they probably dare agree with me that this is sad that this has come here and all this. And for what, man? Like, for what? Like you said, business is brutal. Like sometimes not all the outcomes we want in business happen. Sometimes not all the friendships have the outcomes we want them to happen. Sometimes not all the relationships happen the way we want them to happen. I know I have my graveyards full of those that I walk in my quiet moments and wonder when I reflect of what I could have done fucking better. Because, you know, the guilt of stuff lives with you, man. That's what I'm trying to say, tell you. Like, this is some heavy shit that you keep engaging in. And I just want to find out personal. Man to man, can you do that? Like, here's the deal. Any man is smart enough to know why Laura's ex-boyfriend came for you. It's because you said something that demeaned her. And he had heard it one too many times and eventually decided... Fuck this motherfucker. He gets it. And then he called you and you couldn't pick up the phone. And so, Jeff, I'm not going to call you. I'm not going to feed your stories. I'm not going to feed this fuel. You should reach out to me. And it'll stay between us. I will not post it. You have my word. I just want to schedule a time where you and I talk and get it done. The fact that you filed a restraining order on a guy who tried to talk to you because you knew what was coming, buddy. Like when you talk shit about Vince, V-Daddy's 
MMA, buddy. He would put you in a choke. You ain't have time to tap out. You would be like black out, baby. You would have been blacked out. You wouldn't be able to breathe. Like, what the fuck? Like, you talking mad shit out there that you would never say to someone's face. And that's where we're at, man. I just want to pull you on a Zoom shit. I'll fly to Boston. My uncle Kevin lives in Boston. He is retired Suffolk County, and he is on his final years, and he would like to make amends with me. So, shit, we can do this face-to-face. I don't care. I just want it where we can just talk. You can feel my energy. I feel yours. And I feel confident that we could come to a resolution. But if you ignore me, I understand, man. Fuck it. Maybe I ignore me too. I'm a peasant. I'm irrelevant. Like you've said, so forth. Fuck me. Fuck my friendship. Fuck everything else. But I, as another man, I, I believe you should reach out to me and just have the brotherhood conversation and, and in this, um, because I don't want war in 2024. I won't let it get there. And I don't think you should either. I think we should let this go. So uh, my phone line's open, Jeff. I hope you send me a text. I hope we can have a conversation. I hope to end this between you and I. (sighs) All right, ladies and gentlemen. With that being said, if I had any holes, feel free to ask. I don't mind. I'm an open book. Again, you all will see in Brittle to Unbreakable, How to Redefine, My Journey to Redefine Suffering. You all will see that I am quite the raw open book. It is a real raw therapy session. Um, I think a lot will connect. I hope so. Um, but if anything, you guys get more insight into me if you already didn't know. Um, and all that. Oh, and by the way, man, Jeff, real quick, I heard what you said to that female coach who was gonna have uh who was having someone present that you didn't like that you wanted Vince sued for medical malpractice, Jason B lived under bridge, and Jeff Black to kill himself. Nice guy, nice guy, nice guy. So, um, anyway, in my book, I do talk about that, that, that stuff. So, uh, check it out. But, um, with that being said, it has been a very fun four years. You all know now, now know how this has to end. So I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart, um, for allowing me to just be real when I showed up for just allowing me to be me and, uh, always be real with you guys as I was going on the journey through my life, um, as we showed up every week and and took you all on a journey to get better, to be better. And uh, I'm sorry that uh, I know that I speak for myself and I'll speak for Jeff here. I'm sorry that we as leaders in this industry have let you down by what this has happened, but it's gone on for months and it just doesn't need to go on for months. It needs to stop. And this is my last ditch opportunity to uh, make it stop. And Jeff, I hope you will hear this message and just make it stop, reach out, let's talk. I don't want to go on to 2024 like this, man. I don't think anyone else wants to. Um, but thank you all again for, for showing up, for uh, making me better. Uh, this was uh, <laughs> something I never thought I was going to have to get on here and say this shit. But uh, um, here we are. And uh, like I said, if anything doesn't make sense or needs clarification, you feel free to ask. I don't care. Um, I'll get it cleared up. But um, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much. Um, I'm Jeff Black. Uh, I have a book coming out soon. Brittledonbreakable.com pre-order. Check me out, baby. Uh, I will say this. Even though I've maybe stepped away from the leader educator role in the space when I told Jeff Sue I didn't want it. And Jason knows I, he was on the thread when I said I didn't want that. I have really enjoyed this opportunity with you all to really just get to to go down a journey of learning about all sorts of cool fucking high level shit with you all. 
Um, I will never, ever take that for granted as I move on to role of coach still just for clients, uh, no business stuff. I never have, don't want to, or I did for a little bit early on, like 2020, 20, I didn't like it. Um, and I haven't done it for a while. If you need a mentorship, you can always hit me up. I'll go grab a coffee with you. If you live local, you can always get me on zoom, a phone call, Brandon Cruz, others tell you I'll do it. Um, but with that being said, uh, I look forward to going down uh, the new path of being an author and the new challenge that that will offer me. Hopefully I can get out there doing some good stuff and hopefully my book shines a light on, uh, you know, depression, the battles it is, um, the struggles of, you know, our youth and our trauma and ultimately the use of responsible psychedelics to help all of us in pain, heal ourselves and get better. So thank you all. It's been a fun treat. I can't say thank you enough. So with that being said, y'all have yourself a good one. This is the Excellence Cartel. Never coming back again.